All right. What's up, everybody? And welcome to my podcast, Ladies, Let's Talk About Sex. My name is Felicia. I'm your host, and I'm a lady talking about sex. So on this week's episode, I have a very special guest for you. This is my roommate, Govindi. Hello, hello. And today we're going to be talking about our sex ed experiences, how it impacted us, what it taught us, what it didn't, um, and all that great stuff. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a backstory on Govindi and I. So we did meet in university, but we fortunately grew up 45 minutes away from one another Mm -hmm. uh, in Ontario. Canada. So yeah, I just thought I'd clarify that. Um, (laughs) And basically, Gavini went to public school for most of her elementary experience and high school experience, right? I went to public school for all of my high school experience. I bounced between different boards. Well, I don't know if they're different boards. Is that really that important? Oh, you just said it was. I'm trying to clarify. (laughs) Okay, Okay, And I went to Catholic school my whole life. So that sex ed curriculum definitely has a little bit of a religious influence. Um, and Govindi's experience is very different than mine. So we're going to talk to you about that uh, and kind of how our families played into our sex education. Mm, um, the fam. How our religion played into it or the religion our parents imposed on us <laughs> and, um, and all that great stuff. So... Let's get started. Stick with us on this yeah. journey. <laughs> Let's go. Let's start from the beginning, I would say. All right. So we grew up in the mid-2000s. At least we were yeah, young we were children. Yeah, we were born in 99. Yeah. So that gives everybody a... An idea of what uh, sex ed looked like in 2007. Um, so basically, I want to ask you like, what your sex education experience was like uh, in elementary school. Did you have any or... Um, well, I, from what I remember, the first, I don't know if this is sex ed, but the first time we really talked about, like, boys and girls, like, being different and, like, having different parts was in the sixth grade when everybody was hitting puberty and everybody was like, what's going on? Um, but I know in seven and eight, I switched schools and we were separated boys and girls and we started talking about periods and pregnancy and then in high school, um, which is when I went to public school in grade nine, so that's when sex ed is a requirement for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about STDs, STIs, pregnancy, um, how to have safe sex, okay. along with like drugs and alcohol and all that jazz. Oh yeah, yeah. just right after. Right one after. after the other. Sex <laughs> one after ed, the other. Drugs and alcohol. <laughs> it's all related. It's all the same. So for me. Um, most of my sex education came from elementary school, which mm. is so unfortunate because... It's not me. What, what, yeah. So basically, I don't know if any Canadians are listening right now, but we learned sex ed from this book called Fully Alive. <laughs> what? Um, and basically... Why do you remember that? I remember it because we, it was like the textbook for like relationships and sex. What age is this? This is like grade four, grade five. Relationships. So sex. relationships and sex. Yeah. And in this book, they explained in great detail how the egg and the sperm connected um, and created, or oh my God, it's the ovary. <laughs> it's the ovary and the sperm and how they connected and they made an egg. Look, this it taught me so much. I, I know yeah, everything. Yeah, it really stuck with you. And so I remember them explaining how, you know, these two like cells basically come together 
and create a new cell or an egg, but they never explained how the cells got how to one another. Became one. So I have this distinct <clears throat> memory. I think I was like maybe 10 years old, okay? And I went to my mom and I was like, Mom, how does the how does the sperm get to the to in to the lady? Wow. And I didn't really understand that like these vessels have to go inside Insert one each another. other. Uh-huh. I didn't get P and the B. Okay. It just like it didn't connect in my ten year old brain. Mm. And so I asked my mom and she told me to ask my father. <laughs> and so to this day I still don't know how the egg and the sperm Good. get Good. to one another. Point. What your dad would approve of. <laughs> I, I think my dad would be very happy that yeah. I don't know that. Michael's loving it right now. Yeah, he's having the time of his life, especially that I'm doing this right. uh, with my life. But so that was one of my sex ed experiences. And then also you have to take into account that on top of these fully alive classes, I had religion classes and mm. the Catholics are very adamant about. Oh yeah. That Catholic guilt, man, that thing is real. It's, it's very I'm not strong. even Catholic and I felt so guilty. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> so on top of that, they're teaching you this religion that really, really discourages sex from, uh, out of marriage, Yes, which a is, it, it's a sin. Yeah. Um, so on top of this, you know, P and the V that I really didn't get, mm-hmm. I was also, you know, subconsciously feeling guilty if I ever decided to do this. Correct. Uh, outside of, you know, the love for my future husband. Mm. So that was kind of one thing that I remembered very vividly Clearly. from elementary school. <laughs> Evidently so. And then in high school, so... I still went to uh, Catholic high school. Yeah. Um, and I only took gym once because anyone who knows me knows that I would never take gym right. as an elective. No. That was not my... That was not your jazz. That was not my jazz. Yeah. So I took it in grade nine, and that's the year where you introduce sex ed and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And so the year I was supposed to get a sex education, my gym teacher got a concussion... <laughs> And then we had a rotation of supply teachers. Oh, God. Uh, and so I never ended up getting any sex ed. I think they taught us how to put a condom on a banana once. but like, Oh, yeah. We had like a, a, a wooden dildo. Or a wooden dildo. dildo. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, that was it. And then I was off. 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 T- yeah. To go explore my sexuality yeah. with fully alive in mind. Oh, and, God. Uh, this Not Catholic guilt. Not knowing where the yeah, and still not knowing how it's to put fair. the P in the V. So I think that was my experience. Do you maybe want to elaborate more on your high school? Because I know you took gym at, for fun. Yeah, I was that one. So did you learn anything interesting? Well, I mean, the fact that I can't really remember, I guess, goes to show that nothing interesting happens. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm really struggling hard to like come up with a a story equally entertaining or traumatizing is fully alive, mm-hmm. but I can't. Um, and I think, I, I mean, I feel like this is how it is everywhere is when they do gym, they do like one health class or like you have a big health project and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And from what I remember, we did a lot um, of chem- sort of chemical reactions in the body. So like how alcohol and stuff, like what are the effects of that and how does it affect your performance and stuff like that? 
like how how does one lead to the other in like a healthy lifestyle not really talking about like do they ever talk about orgasms and the health benefits from orgasms i feel like that would be such a cool unit no i that would attract so many other people i know i would have taken gym yeah that's not the crowd that they wanted i don't think but yeah i feel like they just cover the baseline which was like all scis all scds okay I'm not a very, I, honestly, to be quite frank, I did poorly in health class. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I bumped it up on my gym mark. Okay, so the athletics helped you. Yeah, uh, so it, it, yeah, I can't really vouch for that. But, um, yeah, all I remember was learning about gonorrhea and chlamydia. Wonderful. And just being kind of scared about that. Do you remember anything about it? I know you can cure chlamydia, but that's not because I knew that from health class. That's because I knew one of my friends got it. Okay. <laughs> So real life experience and real life experience really, really helped you. me in in learning about these sexual diseases. Yeah. And or just sexual health in general. Okay. Not really my education. Okay. Yeah, is the bottom line. Bottom line, yeah. education failed you. Education failed me on multiple facets. <laughs> We're really just <laughs> swimming right now. We're really just getting deep. We're just trying our best <laughs> to keep it going. I, I'm trying to think of what else in high school. Did I feel like it also couldn't have interested me, I guess. Because I remember our heroin unit very vividly. <laughs> <laughs> so sex was not it, but heroin really got you going. Yeah, go with me in high school. Sex was just not at the top of her mind. No. I, at least in grade 9 and 10. That's fair. Sex was yeah. not it. Like, to me, I wasn't interested in having sex in high school at all. I think all. I was also kind of scared of it. Yeah, well... Because, like, Duh. as we'll get to later on in the podcast, we'll just, we'll talk about that a little bit more, I think. Yeah, I'm sure our families really encouraged <laughs> us to just fuck around in so high school. So I think school. I might have just blocked it out of my memory. Mm. Yeah. It's like some PTSD. Yeah, a little bit. Coming in and just... Yeah, because I remember that heroin unit very vividly. Oh. But this is not what this is about, so I can't go into that. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to, Yeah. I also think that, like, high school, at least for me, like, I didn't even know that sex was, like, good for women. Like, I didn't understand that, like, sex is, like, a a pleasurable thing for women. No, I think I understood that. I really didn't get it. I really thought it was all about guys getting off and just, like... You're just there. I feel like because it's so easy for guys to get off, they just that's yeah. all they talk about. And, like... Even my friends that were having sex in high school, they weren't really talking about, like, orgasming or coming or just, like, having a really good experience. Like, it was all kind of just, like, I really like reverse doggy. (laughs) And then that was it. And then you're just, like, oh, okay. And then also, like, the guys in my high school were just not fully developed yet so they really didn't look like sexual beings in my eyes i mean fair i mean i don't think the guys in my high school are yet fully developed so (laughs) hopefully none of them listen to this jesus christ um okay Mm -hmm. all right let's talk about our family oh so Gavindi, do you want to give a little bit of a a summary of what your family is like my family in the most positive light because we love our families okay um, okay, so I come from a uh, not well-known country in the Caribbean, and um, my family is... You can say the country. Oh, sorry, it's, sorry, it's Guyana, for 
those listening. Um, you can find it on a map. You can find it on a map. It's, it's in South America. Hint, hint. Um, anyways, so my parents are very conservative, mm-hmm. I guess, is a is the proper way of saying this. Um, we come from a Hindu family. Mm-hmm. So I feel like all religions are like this. So maybe majority of religions are like this, where it's very, like, you know, sex is kind of taboo. Mm-hmm. Um, and particularly for my immediate family, sex is very taboo. So it wasn't really discussed in our households. I had an older sister, nine years older than me, and that still wasn't really, like, it was never something that, we never had to talk. Okay. You know, like that was... Nobody gave you the birds and the bees No Nobody gave you the birds and the bees, and honestly, it's fine, because the way, my, <laughs> the, way, the way my family works, that's not how we communicate. We don't really talk about stuff like that. Um, so it's just, it, yeah, I kind of went along just ignoring it, pretending I didn't know anything was going on, pretending, oh. you know, like... Guys and girls are just guys and girls. Do you feel like your mother would have some helpful information for you if she was open to give you the birds no. and the bees? Okay, because I feel the exact same thing. I was Absolutely talking to my brother not. the other day, and I was, like, talking to him about what I'm doing right now. And he was like, I mean, yeah, it's very important, but I'm so glad our parents didn't tell us anything about sex. Because what the fuck would they know? No, they absolutely no jack shit. Bro, they don't jack <laughs> shit. My mom got married when she was 23. Holy crap. So, like, like first of all, it gives me kind of a bit of anxiety because I'm not too far away from that. It's a different time, Gavindi. It's a different time. It was 30 years ago. Um, yeah, so imagine but, how underdeveloped sex education was for them. Because look at us. We grew up... I, I definitely feel as though sex ed was not a thing It then. didn't exist. Not a thing. Straight up didn't exist. No. Well, birth control just, uh, like, was created in the 70s. So that's, like, yeah, a little bit over 30 years ago. That. Absolutely not. <laughs> Are you kidding? So your parents grew up in Guyana. Yeah, my parents So both, that's also important to yeah, make a note so of. So both of them grew up in Guyana. My mom came up here... Um, in the 90s after she got married. Okay. My dad went to Waterloo and Alberta, University okay. of Alberta. So he was up a few years before. But they're well-educated. Well-educated. So. My dad's pharmacist, my mom's chemist. They're both in the science field, so they know what's up. Like, yeah. scientifically, they know what's up. They know what's going they on down there. They know there. what's happening. They know the P and the B and that it ins and outs, you uh, know? You know what? I wish someone told me. <laughs> I still wish somebody would tell me. Um, but, yeah, so my mom came up in the 90s. Um, my dad was up probably in the 80s sometime, but like fresh off the boat, you know? Yes. Full thoughts. What's the religion? Um, Both Hindus. Both of them? Both of them Hindus. My mom's got a little bit of mixed background, but like still pretty much Hindu. And so what, how does sex play into that religion and like what, how do the the values align with that? There's... I, so Hinduism is a polytheistic religion. Okay, which you're means, really bringing out the big words. <laughs> which means that there are multiple gods that you worship, mm-hmm. right? Versus Christianity, Islam, Judaism, yeah. one main one. Um, and within Hinduism, you have all these incarnations of all these other gods. So they yeah. each have their kind of role that they play. Um, and some of the main ones have like their thing is that they have multiple wives, like they go through whatever, like they have a favorite wife that you talk about. And oh. it's, it's, it's right. So like when you think about it, like logically, it's like, you know, buddy's not just sitting down there and like oh, hanging yeah. out, you know, but from my religious experience, okay. I guess it's not something that you talk about. It's not like in Christianity or like in Catholic. It's our 10 commandments like, are like, don't fuck don't, before marriage. Exactly. Yeah. Like okay. it's not, it's just something that's unspoken. Oh. It's like a culturally unspoken thing. That's very interesting. Yeah. So it's like, even if you like know of like, 
certain areas, it's like, obviously you don't have sex before marriage. Like, that's just a thing. Yeah. You know, like, the reason to have sex is because you want to procreate. Yeah. Um, but... Which, historically, is just such bullshit because everyone knows that all the kings and all the men in power, all the, like, politicians, they were all fucking around. All the priests, bro. All the priests. All the priests. They were all... We're gonna get in so much trouble. (laughs) I hope no pope is listening to this. Yeah, but there was so much fucking around going on and, like, nobody acknowledged it because it was the men. But in the Bible... Women who have cheated on their husbands, there's stories about them getting stoned. Yeah. So, like, it's very interesting to look at from, like, a feminist perspective. Well, in Hinduism, like, a lot of the things that... So, I need to clarify, because um, this, our, our, the Hinduism that we practice is, is North... Indian Hinduism. Okay, go ahead. Uh, well, because, like, certain people have, like, different, you can probably cut this out. <laughs> no, you can, you can keep going. I want to hear this. Um, it's just, it, there are different practices and there are different things that you, like, worship and different practices that you follow. Yeah. Right? So, it's, like, a lot of the f- goddesses don't have a male counterpart. Okay, cool. But the, the, um, the gods that do have a female counterpart are more on, like, the submissive side. So they're betas. Kind of, but they also have their, like... But they're probably more powerful than the women, aren't they? The dudes are. Yeah, obviously. That's yeah, just how Yeah, but, like, you have, is. like, like, the goddess of knowledge. She's the, the wisdom and, like, has, oh. like... But she doesn't have, like, a dude with her. I love that. So it's, like, certain things are kind of weird. Okay. But it's... It, yeah. It but you can still the feel the undertone of, like... Oh, yeah, fully. Okay, so after this history debrief, thank yes. you for that. <laughs> um... <laughs> So it wasn't talked about by your parents. No. Did your sister ever bring it up to you? <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. So, Christ, you better not listen to this. So my sister um, has talked about um, sex before marriage and thinking that it's important because physical intimacy is... Having sex before marriage? Yes. Oh, okay. Physical intimacy is an important part in a relationship because one of her friends didn't have sex before marriage and is married and is <laughs> depressed because nothing's going on right down there. Oh. Um, so she that's, like, what got her, like, I guess on that train. Okay. But whether or not she's explored this side of her. Well, that's her business. That's so her business. So we're not gonna, yeah. So, yeah. But other than that, like, I, no, not really. Okay. Okay, good to know. Yeah. You didn't have any, like, cool aunts or... No, it's still not talked about. It's just nobody. It's just, you just kind of do your thing. Okay. Yeah. So then, you don't have to answer this, but do you think that if your parents found out that you were sexually active, it would be like an, uh, a very explicit conversation? Or do you think that it would be one of those things where they would be pissed and they just wouldn't say anything? Mm, I uh, feel as though it would be a very, what are you doing with your life kind of vibe. Okay, like an existential crisis. Mm-hmm. Like, how dare you? Like, what happened to you? Yeah, you yeah. lost cause. You, like, fell off. You fell off the wagon. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. you're down the road for heroin. Yeah, the heroin's coming back up, and boys. And the drugs <laughs> and the alcohol. Yeah, that's the thing, though. It's like, sex is is equally as bad as, like, shooting, shooting up, up in the back of a bathroom. I love that. Yeah. That's, I'm so happy. That's kind of the vibe that we grew up in. Okay. Which is, I think, is why when we go back to the university thing, or the high school thing, I kind of blocked it out of my memory. 
I'm sure that your family really influenced <laughs> your interest in sexual activity. For a good few years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it was... It was interesting because I grew up in a Catholic home um, and we went to church all the time. Mm. Um, would I say that we were like hyper Christian? No. Yeah, same. Because like we went to church and, but we didn't like pray before meals. Mm-hmm. I didn't really go around like thinking about Jesus that much, but yeah. it was always there kind of. Yeah, we went to church like literally four times a year. Our, the priest would tell us that. The of the temple, oh, you know, oh, he'd be like, oh okay. don't call temple church. It's different, is oh, it not? Mm-hmm. No, okay, I wouldn't know. Anyways. <laughs> anyways, so I had this like Catholic upbringing, and I very much submitted to the idea that I was going to be a virgin until I was married. Mm. Uh, nobody pressured me. I don't know where this idea came from, to be honest. Like, no, my family. I think if I had questions about sex, they would answer them. Yeah. But, like, I also kind of knew that my parents weren't educated enough to uh, give me proper answers. Like, and I also yeah. didn't want to have that conversation with them because, like, it's uncomfortable. Mm. And especially, like, in the era that we grew up, sex was not something that was, like, ever looked at in yeah, a positive taboo. light. Yeah. So it's, like, you know, sex, drugs, and alcohol, and that's same it. Then. It's all the same. Yeah. So I, I convinced myself that I wanted to be you know, a virgin when I got married mm-hmm. and nobody pressured me in, mm-hmm. at all into making that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after I just kind of was like, nah. no, yeah. what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. Uh, this is an awful decision for me personally. Now, some people believe in this and yeah. they're very adamant about like, it. And kudos to you. by you, all means, yeah. go right ahead. Honestly, at this point, um, like, do it. It's, yeah, no, and it's, if, if it's your beliefs and if it's your values, then, like, I respect it. But yeah. that's just, like, for me, I had no purpose as to, like, why I would be waiting. And nobody was pressuring me either. <laughs> so it was just kind of like I came up with this idea. And, and I just stuck with it. And I it. stuck with it. Well, partially because, like, my whole experience, I was, you know, I went to a Catholic school. I had all of these underlying Catholic uh, values. Mm. So, like, it just fit. Yeah. Um... And I also think that I just, like, didn't have any reason. I didn't have a boyfriend in high school. There was nobody I wanted to have sex with. So it just kind of made sense. Mm -hmm. And then I got to university. (laughs) And then things changed. Help everybody as soon as they get to university. Well, I think it's true, though, because you really, you you leave your house for the most part. Or you're, like, really... um, It's the first time you're, like, truly free. Yeah, and you're able to make all of your decisions ultimately on your own. Um, without anyone else's influence. Mm. So, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, you really figure out, do I really value this opinion that I had? I mean, like, so to give people more background on my family, my grandparents were immigrants. They're Italian immigrants. They're very Italian Christian immigrants. So that was obviously there. Uh, But my parents were pretty well acclimated to Canadian culture. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't as weird to did they did they ever encourage me to have sex absolutely not uh was there ever like a positive conversation about sex no yeah but i think if i had sex and they found out i don't think i would be ostracized from the house it'd be like why are you doing this yeah um i did have i have a cool aunt uh who was a little bit more i think she was just she just found it interesting to just watch me grow up and be this little like (laughs) Uh, just like toy around with a little, little person bit, yeah. so I she kind of 
said, like, if you're having sex, make sure you use a condom. But it never really went beyond that. Mm-hmm. So I, see, I still think that, like, even going into university, like, having sex for the first time, it was not a pleasurable experience for me. Because I just didn't... It was so uncomfortable. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. And I, di- I don't think I really... I, I really think that until I maybe went... Until I had sex the second time, I didn't really think it was... Or with the second person. Mm. I, I didn't know it could be good for me yeah. as well. Yeah. So it was very... It was a very interesting jump. Yeah, yeah. Of no, like, I'm going to be a virgin, and then I'm going to have sex, and I'm going to really like it. And yeah. now I'm here. <laughs> so... <laughs> this is a roller coaster of it's, it's definitely a lot of... Uh, a, a lot of... Uh, facets yes. to my life no it's true yeah um no I mean same I like yeah I mean it wasn't really a, a thing like uh, yeah I didn't have a boyfriend in high school I it honestly just, who wants a boyfriend it, in high school? yeah it's um like uh, thank god I didn't have a boyfriend <laughs> in high school <laughs> I know um, high school me was like oh I'm so alone I'm gonna die alone and I'm like I don't I don't want a man I think to I was me. so busy in high school I mm-hmm. just also didn't want it yeah and there was some just, it was... I was also ugly I was in high school. I was, yeah, same. So, I, was, I was between a rock and a hard place with, like, myself and the options that I had, yeah. you know? So it wasn't really, like, a pressing matter. And then I come to university, and it's just, like, woohoo! You know, like, partying over <laughs> here! Partying over here is out to play. Basically, first year was a mess, and it was just a year of exploration and trying to figure out what the fuck we were all doing. Yeah. Because... We Nobody know, knew. We didn't know what to do. And our immediate friend group, like, the majority of us didn't know what the fuck was going on. So it's not even like when we tell them stories, they're like, yeah, cool, same thing happened to me. No. It's like, great. I, <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm trying to think. There was, like, a group of eight of us, and uh, there was only one that wasn't... Prior to uni. Yeah, that had had sex before university, and then we slowly started trickling... Yeah, one by one, we went down the road, and Um, then we regretted it. No. No. No, we don't regret it. I just think that, I think the reason why I wanted to start this podcast was because I want it to be a good bridge for young women to hear other experiences and maybe not make the same mistakes we did. Yeah. And be a little bit more educated about their bodies and about that, like, you know, P in the V. Like, you should should know this before you go to high school. Yeah. It's like, Uh, yeah. Or, like, you should know that, like... You don't always bleed on the first time you have yeah, sex. Like, or, like, bleeding is normal. Or it's gonna hurt. It's not gonna hurt. Like... Yeah. There, I, I think there's, like, a lot of value in everyday stories. And, like, even yeah. though I think it's hilarious... Uh, and yeah, most of the stories are gonna be me laughing at myself. Yeah. But I think that it's important to have these conversations because we might not all have parents who are like super open and honest. And we might we might have parents that are super open and honest. There still might be a line that you don't want to cross with your parents. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's an important conversation to have and I think it can really benefit a lot of people. Um, Just because everyone eventually ends up having sex whether you do it in marriage or you don't. Yeah, you're still going to have that awkward moment. So... It's going to be awkward no matter what. Like, it's not going to be a like fucking dirty dancing baby and there's no sex oh yeah there there is he banged her and that was her first time yeah but it was so it was so like it was so beautiful to watch yeah yeah it's not how it goes it's like you lie on your back 
And you're like, wait, legs up, legs down? Like, what's going on? I, oh my God. Yeah. I'm going to save my virginity story for another day. But that was... Something. I was drunk for my virginity story. I wish I was drunk for And my I was so happy about it. Oh my God. And also, I feel like something that they don't talk to you about is like being fully naked in front of someone is weird so weird for the first time and then once you're like used to it it's like whatever yeah but like the first time you're ever fully naked in front of a partner partner, it's weird yeah it's like it's like you can see everything it's like you don't want to see it's like i don't want to see all your parts i don't want you to see all mine yeah yeah but no it's definitely uh a story I'll touch on maybe <laughs> in a little bit. story. Yeah, please. <laughs> I was younger. I thought, like, because, okay, so my family watches Young and the Restless, which is this Oh, my God. <laughs> and I thought all sex was like that. Mm-hmm. So I thought every time you had sex, your bra would stay on. And, like, you, like the guy would, like, keep his underwear on. Were you the kid that thought that you could get pregnant from hugging or kissing? Because that's, like, a very common thing. No. Okay. I was the kid, though, that thought for a good two years that guys had vaginas, too. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in elementary school, um, I thought... Because, okay, Barbie dolls, for example, Ken's body is the same as freaking Barbie's body. And that's what I thought where's it was. Ken's penis? Where's his dick? You know? So I thought, that's what I thought real life men looked oh like, my God. too. Oh, and you didn't have a brother. I never had a brother. Uh, so I was like, what is happening? I'm like, how does it, how do you, like. That's so interesting. That's what I thought And you never accidentally walked in on your dad? No. Okay. No, doors always closed okay, and I okay. never went in. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that just came back to me. Because we definitely learned about penises and vaginas in elementary school, 110%. But it wasn't as, like, descriptive as, like, high school. It was definitely 7th and 8th that we started talking about legit, like, penises and vaginas. Did they split you guys up in your high school? all of it. I hate Uh, that so much. Not in the later grades. In high school? In in grade 10 and grade 9, Yeah. Ooh, I hate that so much. Well, our actual gym class, like technically our gym class was guys and girls, but we yeah. had guys girls together. Like the scheduled gym classes were at the same time, so we would share the gym. Yeah. But hell classes were separate. I hate that. I yeah. hate that so much. Because then you think guys have vaginas. and I thought guys have vaginas first. I mean, honestly, yeah. they do. But like, I thought they had vaginas for like a solid two, three years. Because I, I was just so confused. Oh Put a dick on Ken next time. That's so interesting. Right? But isn't it confusing? Well, see, the thing is, I had a brother. Okay. So Maybe not confusing for all. It's not like I used to bathe with him. Like, yeah. That's no. like a, you figure it out pretty soon that your parts are different. Yeah, that's fair. Um, But, I mean, it's a very. I wonder if anybody else had that. I don't know. I don't know. That might have just been a you thing. Could have been. But I doubt it. Honestly, I really doubt it. Yeah. There's a huge thing about kids thinking that you can get pregnant from kissing or hugging. I've heard that, but I never... That's something that's more common. I've never heard this... I never. I didn't think that. I thought the other thing, though. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think it's also important to note that, like, when we grew up, the internet was just becoming a thing. Yeah. So, like, you couldn't... Like, now I think it's so easy for kids to Google things, but I remember... Oh, I have this other memory... In grade six class, this guy pulled open the dictionary and he was pointing at like the lady's vagina and the boobs and he was like, haha, boobies. And like that was our form of like porn in like grade six because like that was our only resource to 
Yeah. Like, we grew up, I grew up in an age where, like, we got little mini, like, laptop notebooks maybe in the 7th or 8th grade. What are laptop notebooks? They're, like, miniature laptops. They're like called notebooks. No, no. There was no tablets when we grew up. I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. They're basically small laptops. Okay. They, they were called notebooks. Okay. Um, but we didn't, like, everything was still restricted. Like, there were all these parent guide mm. things for that. So, the only source of, like sex I guess we had was the dictionary well so so I think when I was coming out of this um men have vaginas phase Um, I wanted to like see what it looked like so I I googled it did you get anything yeah oh I got like actual porn Oh. And then my parents, I heard the garage open and I got freaked out. So I wiped the history. <laughs> Have you ever, do you remember those moments of like watching movies in like your early adolescence and there's a penis and you like freak the fuck out? Do you, I watched The Dictator when I was way too young. And you Is know that scene? That? Yeah, where he, he zip lines across the, uh, the two buildings to get into... The hotel to get his oh, imposter. Yeah, 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 we yeah, literally yeah. watched this two days ago. We did, ago. we did. And his dick hits the oh yes, yeah, yeah, the yeah, window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember seeing that and being like, oh my god, mm. that's what that looks like. True. No, ours weren't really sexually promiscuous. Ours were like violent promiscuous. Please elaborate. Like I would watch Die Hard when I was five. Oh. Like that kind of. Violence. But you also had so I was an oldest. I was the oldest sibling. Yeah. You had an older sister. Yeah. Did that influence any of that? No. Oh. How did you get your hands on Die Hard? My dad would watch oh. Die Hard. <laughs> My dad and I would watch Die Hard. Okay. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like, um, Halle Berry movies have like sexy sex scenes. Mm. So like that, I would be like, I don't know what's happening. You know, like we would all just get really quiet and I would just like eat popcorn with like my head down. Yeah. Like pretending. I think that's good. everyone's Could've been. reaction when yeah. a sex scene's on the TV. When your parents are next yeah. to you. Yeah. 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 But, you no. Know, I don't think I ever watched anything where a guy's dick was fully out. No? Like, not With even by parents? accident? Or just by accident when you're a kid? I don't know. Maybe it wasn't that impressive. Me- <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that memorable? No. You're like, where's his vagina? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, I forgot that happened. That's, you know what? Funny? I guess that's why we had these conversations. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. Um... So I guess we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, but do you think that if you had like a very comprehensive sex ed experience, it would have helped you and prepared you for like sexual experiences in the future? Do you think that it was so like, it would have been like, it's very hard to teach these types of things? I feel like it depends. Like, um... I feel like a lot of, like, sexual experiences, I think, is is tied to having sexual intercourse, mm-hmm. like, actual sex. Yeah. Versus, like, self-exploration. Yeah. Did they ever talk to you about masturbation? No, which is what I was trying to do. It was what mm-hmm. I was going to get at. Which is, like, I feel like if you, like, talked about masturbation and, like, I don't know, female orgasms and, like, you're figuring out what you like down there yeah. before, like, you actually have sex or, like, while you're actually having sex and stuff like that is better because mm-hmm. I feel like regardless of whether or not I knew what a dick looked like or not I would still be confused the first time I was having sex yeah you know no like I think I think no matter what anybody would still be yeah but I think the like stigma or like the apprehension behind like 
self-exploration would have been lifted. Yeah, I At least for me, like, that impacted me a bit. No, I I agree completely. Um, I I masturbated for the first time after I had sex. I Mm -hmm. didn't do it before because, like, I didn't see the point, I guess. And I wasn't encouraged to, and there was really no, like... Nobody really talked to you about it. Yeah. Because guys can jack off from the age yeah, of 13. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like guys like, talk about jerking off every day. There was a part of my Fully Alive book. I just oh, had what? a I had a flashback. And they were talking about a five-year-old boy sometimes will touch his pee-pee. Mm. And they were alluding to masturbation. At the time, I didn't pick this up. Now I'm having like a, a moment mm. because I'm like, what about the five-year-old girl touching her pee-pee? Because mm-hmm. I definitely probably touched myself when I was little and just didn't no, know. Yeah. But, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Hmm. thing. Yeah, maybe that's something we should talk about next. Hmm. Masturbation. Yeah, because I feel like that would, like, I mean, a lot of it is knowing what you want. Mm -hmm. Because, like, a dick can get wet any time. Like, there's nothing to a dick. Well, yeah, and a lot of women don't orgasm because... Through penetrative sex. Anyways. So, it's, like... There are a lot more complicated parts. Only, like, 15 to 20% orgasm from penetration. Yeah. Versus, like, clitoral stimulation. Yeah. And then they don't even talk about how amazing the clitoris is, because you can have multiple orgasms uh, just by touching it. Mm-hmm. Which half is... half of them don't know where the fucking clit is. I know. Which is unfortunate. So maybe we'll talk... It's <laughs> another subject. <laughs> Next time I bring a guy on, we'll talk Bad about... partners. Do you know where the clit is? <laughs> Like pin the clit on the oh god the vulva. oh jeez honestly I don't know the parts of the vagina so I can't judge that much but I do know where the clit is which is the most important one hopefully thank God yeah but um, <laughs> cover my bases you know what at least you know men don't have vaginas at this point yeah that twenty one years later I finally accepted you that. made it yeah you made it yeah. okay what do you think would be the most uh, beneficial thing for you to have learned before would you say the masturbation i think so i think um normalizing it yeah because i remember the first time i did it i was still kind of like what like is this okay like Like, am i going to hell yeah i'm like are they gonna cut my right arm off like what um like it's a handmade (laughs) um but yeah i think just talking about that more because i feel like just talking about that with like my friends like either here like back home stuff like that yeah Everybody does it, mm-hmm. but nobody talks about it. Versus, like, when you hang out with your dudes, your guy friends, they're like, yeah, like, I jerked off last night. And you're like, I did not need to know this. Yeah. Like, we know you do this every night. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the update. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think that is, is... Just kind of making it, like, more of an open conversation. Yeah. Because I feel like the SEI, SED, BS, like, it just wouldn't stick for me. I'm sure it would stick for other people, I also think, though, like, how much do you learn from, like, projects on, like, the small intestines? Like, it's just, yeah. I feel like it's just so, it's one of those things that they just pump into you to, yeah. like, fill that whatever it's sex like, to ed. fill the fear of, like, having sex. It's like, don't do it, because, like, you're, you're gonna, gonna get, get AIDS. But you know, 80% of women get an STI in their life. Probably. That, yes, that's a statistic. <laughs> 80% of women get an STI in their life. So it's super normal, because it's, like... How many throat infections have you got in your life? How many yeah. infections yeah, have you got true. through wounds? Yeah. So it's like, this is a body part that you're using, mm-hmm. and they're just trying to, like, scar us mm-hmm. so that we don't do it. 
It's true. It's an organism yeah. that like is being used. It's going to get infected. And the same thing for men. It's just because of their biology. They got lucky with like everything. Their parts are on the outside. Yeah. So they're not as prone to infections as we are because we're an internal organ. Yeah. So. That makes sense. Makes sense. Throat in the vagina, same thing. <laughs> Throat in the vagina, same thing. Well, it's anything, right? Yeah. Your eyes get infected. Yeah. You get like sinus infections, like whatever. Yeah. But um, I think that's that's kind of why I want to start these conversations mm. and have more of them because I think it's important. And I think that, you know, me embarrassing myself and me telling a few personal stories might help some other girls trying to explore there. It's true. I mean, you tell them often enough. I just, just, we might as well broadcast just broadcast them. it to you the know, whole world. Everyone knows. Yeah. So it's it's a time. Yeah. Is there something you would tell yourself like five years ago about in relation to sex? Like something you wish you knew five years ago that you would you wish, you know, like fifteen year old Gavindi knew? Um, I think 15-year-old Gavindi should have known. No. I feel like before having sex, I think it's important to explore yourself first. Okay. So that, like, you're not as disappointed when you have sex. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Is that too much? (laughs) No, that's just enough. That is just enough. Um... I mean, yeah, I, like everybody is going to screw a couple of screw ups and or just people who don't know how to work the female body. Yeah. I think that's kind of it. You can be a shitty person and really know how to fuck. That's Trust true. me. I've that's met true. a few. Or you can have both. Or you can be shitty and not know where the clit is. <laughs> so, you know, it's really up to the person's choice. Yeah. But I think if you know what you want beforehand, mm-hmm. it'll make the experience less shitty. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Because sex shouldn't be shitty. No, it really no. shouldn't. It's really great and, like, when you get the... And, like, even half-decent sex is fine. Yeah. So, like, you can pump it up a little notch. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Okay, I love the that. you should have known before having sex. I love that so much. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love this. I'm so happy we had this conversation. Same. Um... I hope everyone is doing well during the current COVID situation. Everyone's staying safe. Duh. Hopefully these conversations will uh, spark some Stimulate joy. some more. <laughs> Stimulate some sexual activity. Mm-hmm. Um, or potentially uh, entice you into purchasing some sex toys. Sex toys. Which will lead us into our sponsor... My Plus One is a sexual pleasure company providing sex toys at a reasonable price for individuals all over North America. The reason why I love them so much is because they're on a mission to empower women to own their sexual wellness by making affordable, accessible, and high-quality sexual wellness devices. People shouldn't have to venture to a special sex toy shop to purchase a vibrator. So many people are focused on self-care and self-love now more than ever. Whether it's for pleasure or wellness, women deserve convenient access to high-quality, affordable sexual wellness devices, like theirs, so they can own their sexuality. If this is something you're interested in, check out your local Walmart Canada for product availability. So, I just wanted to thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, You didn't really have a choice. No. But I'm happy you are here to have this conversation. I think it's an important one to have. It is. Um, And yeah. I want to ask all our listeners um, what, if they think comprehensive sex education would have helped them 
as they became sexually active. So like, do you think it would have set you up well? Or do you think that you kind of needed to fail to succeed? Like Peter Weber's mother said. Mm. So yes, that's, she was right about that. That's for sure. Yeah. But anyways, uh, on topic, I just want to thank you again for coming. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, I had fun. I'm glad you did. And stay tuned for our next episode every Monday on uh, Apple Music and Spotify. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. (laughs)